Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 16. I'm your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing, man? Doing good, Chris. Doing good. Awesome, man. 16 episodes in, man. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable, man. Can you believe we had 16 episodes of this podcast, man? No. So I far? Mean, it, I mean, it's funny how this even got started, because I... I think I just brought it up to you, like and we're like, "Hey, what you do a baseball show?" Because I know you're a big baseball fan, and then mm-hmm. here we are, 16 episodes later. So yeah, it's been unbelievable, man. It's been awesome, man. We've been holding the fort down. We've had John on here doing some shows with us. Another big baseball fan, man. We appreciate his efforts and everything, man. It's been awesome, man. It's been it's been fun, most definitely, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. So you ready to get started with this week's episode? Yes, sir. Yeah, a lot of things to cover and everything. And, of course, you know, we're going to talk about the World Series, which is, you know, currently going on right now. But I got some other things I wanted to, um, just wanted to touch on first. Um, we got some new managers in new places uh, since the last time we were here on the show. Um, first up, uh, for the Angels. The Angels have picked up Joe Madden as their manager, former Cubs manager. He signed a three-year deal that's saying between twelve and fifteen, uh, twelve and fifteen uh, million dollar range for the Angels, and he actually worked with the Angels before. I had no idea about this uh, back in nineteen seventy-nine. He tried to actually play for them as a catcher, but that didn't work out. But he ended up being like a scout. I think he was in their minor league system for a little bit, and then he was um, like a bench coach for them. I find that pretty interesting. I didn't know about that. Find that pretty interesting. And then let's see, Joe Girardi. He got the job with the Phillies. He signed a um, it's a three-year deal with a um option year for a fourth year as well. So he's um former Yankees, Yankees manager. So now he's gonna be over there with the Phillies and Mister um Mister Bryce Harper. He's gonna be over there. <laughs> and then let me see, let me go here. Um, the guy with the Cubs. What's his name? Let me go back. Go back. Oh, David Ross. David Ross. He's getting his first managerial job with the uh, Chicago Cubs. Hmm. And it's funny. He was actually on their um, World Series team back in um, 2016 when they won the won the World Series. So he's a former player. He's a catcher, I believe. Yeah, he's a catcher. And he's getting his first job as a manager with the Cubs. So three new managers in place for next season with these teams. Um, any thoughts on that, Jay? Any thoughts on these guys? Any, any thoughts on... Um, um, these hires. I mean, I mean, outside of uh, David, uh, because since he's a new manager, I mean, I won't speak too much about him because it's his first job. So first job, right, 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 right. Uh, but as far as Joe Girardi going to the Phillies, that should be kind of interesting because we know what he did with the Yankees and everything like that, and now going to the Phillies, and you know, you got this because we kind of talked about him, you know. A few episodes back, uh, you know, he got a big personality, and we're talking about mm-hmm. one Bryce Harper. So it's gonna be interesting to see how those two kind of mesh. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, Definitely. whatnot. But uh, as far as Joe, not Steve, but Joe, man, yes. as I, yes. I refer to him, man, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, I, and you know what? I think the Angels they kind of did like a smart thing, they gave him a three year deal because I think. After three years, they will be tired of him and be like, "Yeah, it's time to move on." Yeah, so, exactly. I, I mean, he'll probably, you know, get him 
where they need to be, you know, in the in the short run. But I, three years, I think, is perfect. You know, max out time for him probably with that. Because like, remember what I referred to him? I referred to him as this era's um, Billy Martin. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's I, I, that's probably what's he's gonna max it out at that three year. They probably get tied up in year two, but he'll still mm-hmm. be there in year three and. Yeah, so it'll be interesting, but yeah, I mean some uh, old faces in new places, so yeah, it should be interesting next season. Yeah, most definitely. Like I say, I look forward to seeing what they all do and what they bring to the table. And uh, back to Madden, like I said, he worked in the Angels organization before, which, like I said, I had no idea about. They said he served as a coach for them from 1994 to 2005. He was like the first base coach, he was a bench coach, and he was actually interim manager for them on three separate occasions. They said 96, 98, and 99 when they fired their manager. So he's definitely familiar with that organization. So I find that a very interesting hire. You know, it kind of comes full circle for him, it seems. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that, that, that further, you know, stamps it that he is this, this Harris Billy Martin because... Yeah, ex- exactly. Just like... You know, Billy Martin had all those stints with the uh, the Yankees. I mean, he I guess he's having multiple stints with the uh, Angels in different roles and things of that nature. So, yeah, yeah most definitely. Like I say, a little bit about uh, Joe Girardi. Um, he has a career record as a manager of 988 to 794. Um, he played as well. He played with the Cubs, Rockies, Yankees, Cubs, and Cardinals. He was a manager for um, that team down there where you're at <laughs> back in 2006. He was the Yankees manager, and of course now he's with the um, with the Phillies. He's got four World Series rings. Like he's got three as a player and one as a manager. And he was the manager of the year in uh, 2006. Hmm. Okay. Well, like I said, he, I, I, I mean, right now, just looking at it, I think he probably would have the. Just looking at it going forward, he probably will have the most success at mm-hmm. of the three, but mm-hmm. you never know. So. Yeah, you, you, you just you never know, man. You never know what happens. Like I said, you know, you get in there and you click with the players, you, you know, injuries can come in, you know, you might not gel well with the team. You know, a lot of things can, you know, contribute to your success or failure as a um, manager in baseball. So it's going to be very interesting. And like I said, Dave Ross, like I said, getting his first opportunity – to be a manager, um, good for him. He was a player for a long time. He played with the Dodgers, um, Pirates, Padres, Reds, Red Sox. Two stints with the Red Sox, actually. Braves, and of course he ended with the Cubs. And he won two World Series rings. He won one with the Cubs, won the last team that won the World Series, and then he won one with the Red Sox back in uh, uh, 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like I said, I wish him well, man. Like I said, you know, getting that first managerial job, I mean, hey, he could be like another... Um, David Martinez, he got his first managerial job, and look what he's done with the with the um, Nationals. So anything's possible. Definitely true. <laughs> Most definitely, man. But um, like I said, I wish them, I wish them all the best of luck. And somebody, I like the, I got his name. They were talking about today, but the Padres got a new manager as well. So yeah, got a lot of new managers coming in for next season. So it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see how these guys all shape up with their new teams. Yeah. yeah anything, anything else on them? Before we move on? No, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, real quick, um, I just want to talk about um, Big Poppy, uh, David Ortiz. Uh, of course, you know, we know about the whole incident, you know, with him being, you know, shot and everything. We talked about that um, earlier this season on the podcast. 
But I've been noticing him like on the coverage for the World Series on Fox and everything, and it's just so happy to see him. I mean, he brings so much energy and personality and everything to the table. So I think it's been a great thing to see him on there doing what he does best and going there, you know, talking baseball and having some fun and everything. And I don't know if you saw it or not, but he he pulled a prank on um Frank Thomas yes, where he put some it. vodka. Oh, you saw that? We put the vodka yeah. in his water. <laughs> I thought that was great, man. But like I said, I just think it's awesome to see him back, just having fun because it could it could have been the total opposite, man. It could it could have that situation could have ended a lot worse. We couldn't have seen him in this situation. So I mean, I don't know if you caught any of him on any of the post game or pre game shows or anything, but just any thoughts on uh, David um, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, kind of making a full recovery and back, you know, covering the World Series and covering the playoffs and everything. Any, any thoughts on that? I mean, just to kind of piggyback off what you said, uh, it is good to see him, you know, you know, made a full recovery. And now he's a part of, um, you know, doing the coverage for the uh, World Series. And who knows, maybe he'll, you know, end up on like someone's regular show, uh, you know, like for baseball, you know, and stuff like that uh, going forward. So, it, like you said, he's one of those fun type of personality. I mean, Kind of like how he was as a player. You enjoyed watching, whether you rooted for him or not, but you just, you got the feeling that he had fun doing what he was doing. He loved what he was doing. And it seems like that's transitioning over to him as a commentator now and everything like that. So it just, it just a good, you know, story that, like you said, could have ended tragically and everything like that. So, but yeah, that, that whole prank with him with uh, Frank Thomas was Frank. Especially look on Frank Thomas' face. Yeah, you look at his face. Like, 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 what is this? What the hell is this? Like, what are you doing? Exactly, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, he, you know, it's just, it's just good to see him because he threw out the uh, pitch too uh, for the Red Sox. So, you know, yeah, he did one of the games. Yeah, he threw yeah. out one of the first pitches. I think it was against. I think it was when they were playing the Yankees one time. They were playing them. He threw out the first pitch. I think, was, I think so. I think it was the last series that they had this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. So I said, just good and. Like as you said too, that you know we talked about that earlier, and, and we didn't we didn't know like what was gonna happen. No, we really didn't, man. Like I said, that could have been a whole lot of worse situation than what it was. So like he he's he's a blessed man to be able to make a full recovery like that. Yeah. That's a it looks he, good. Yeah, he do. It's, remember too, because he had to have like another emergency surgery too. He did. Yeah. He did. And like I said, I didn't think you. I didn't think you would see him back on anything this season. I thought maybe, maybe you know, he would just take this time to like fully recover, you know, do time with his family and everything. But he's back on the air, you know, covering the playoffs and covering the World Series. And I said it's a beautiful thing. And like I said, he, he looks good, man. He looks healthy and everything. He looks happy. So it's, it's a good thing to see, man. He looked like he he got one uh, big power swing left in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He coming for the Maryland League team, be a DH man. He he, he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, man. Good stuff, man. But um, anything else on him before we move on? No, no. Cool, cool. So the World Series, as you know, the World Series is currently going on right now. Before I get into the um, get into the current matchup and everything that's going on right now between the uh, Nationals and the Astros, I just want to give, give a little background of the um, of the World Series. Wow, the World Series has been around since 1903. And, of course, between, yeah, it's the championship uh, series, basically, between the American League and the National League. It's, you know, best of uh, seven-game series. So you basically got to win four out of the seven games. It always takes place in the fall. And one of the names for it is called, um, they call it the Fall Classic. You know, obviously, you know, it takes place in the fall. And they said um, when they first started broadcasting like the World Series, let me see, on television back in um, 1947, 
they don't weren't shown in, in all markets, like only certain markets. They said like Philadelphia, uh, parts of New York, D.C. were the only ones that were like showing like the World Series. I found that very interesting. And let's see, back in, let me see, 19, 1951 was the first time that the World Series like was broadcast like worldwide and everybody could reach it. And then in 1955 was the first time that they broadcast the World Series in um, in color on um, color and television. So there's a great history with the um, with the World Series. Um, any moments or anything that uh, stand out for you, like you know, watching the World Series? Any thoughts on over, the overall like World Series? As you know, growing up as a fan and you know, watching it, any thoughts or about the um, series? Anything that stands out to you? Well, I mean, it it always had a different feel from other championship games, uh, you know, from other sports. Uh, it always felt different from like a NBA Finals or a Super Bowl. It just has this, I don't know, it's like an aura around it that you can't really explain it. You just have to kind of witness it. At least that's how it was for me when I was watching as a kid most of the time. I mean, even though my Braves back in the day, they only won one World Series, but they went to a few of them and everything. And then I did watch the two that the Marlins, you know, once upon a time when the Marlins actually were good. Yeah, exactly. Has a World <laughs> right. Series teams in there. People right. forget about right. that, but yeah, they did have some World Series teams. So, so I did watch both times that they um, won the World Series, and also too when the Red Sox won. You know, when they broke their curse, um, mm-hmm. the first one in two thousand four. Uh, I watched mm-hmm. that one. Um, I didn't watch the one with the Cubs um, for some reason. I don't know why I didn't. I, I mean, I kind of kept up with the highlights and everything, but I didn't like actually watch any of the games. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but. Um, but it, like I said, it's always had this different, you know, vibe to it. And I guess because it is, once again, it is the oldest, you know, of them. So I guess, mm-hmm. I guess maybe that's what it is. It just has that kind of enriched tradition about it. I mean, it, it's the reason why baseball is called America's pastime because it's the oldest sport in the country. So, oh yeah, without question, man, without I mean, question. The, the, the World Series that I've seen over the years, just um, to wrap up what I'm saying is it's always it's always been one that you could kind of just watch and enjoy and you never feel like you you have a a good idea you never feel like you know who exactly is going to win even though you might predict who's going to win and i'm kind of saying that i'm kind of setting up for when we talk about this current world series but Mm -hmm. you, you make a prediction but you never really know Unlike a Super Bowl or an NBA Finals or whatever, you you, you kind of just like watch it and things can kind of swing either way. So. Yeah, most definitely. There's no like predictability when it comes to the World Series. I mean, you get two teams in there, and like, like you get to the you actually get to the World Series. It's anybody's ball game. I say best of seven, seven game series. I mean, you got a good shot, shot as anybody. It's no like like favorite. Like oh man, this team is a lot to win. You know, you got a shot if you feel like you get to the World Series, basically. Yeah, and for me, like I said, I do remember the Cubs one. I mean, that was a big one, you know, them breaking, you know, the, um, the curse, so to speak, and finally breaking through and winning the World Series. I thought that was a big one. Um, the Subway Series between the Yankees and Mets, I thought that was a yeah. big one. I mean, you got two teams in the exact same city in the World Series. That was a huge one. I remember that one vividly. Um, another thing here, um, 
They mentioned, like I said, in 1989 between Oakland and San Francisco, there was an earthquake. Do you remember hearing about that? There was an earthquake during the World Series in uh, 1989 with the Oakland Athletics and the um, San Francisco Giants. No, I, I don't remember that. I don't remember yeah, that. I don't. I, I, I remember that they were showing it on Sports Center. That I looked it up. They said, yeah, during that World Series, there was actually an earthquake that took place during the <laughs> World Series. That's 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 crazy, man. Can you imagine, man? Can you imagine that? What wasn't there a, a game this year that it was a it was a bad like storm or something and the players either something about they couldn't they felt it on the field like even though like with the weather be I can't remember exactly who was playing but I thought they talked about that on maybe ESPN or something like there was a bad storm that was going on during some game somewhere and they could like feel it on the field but. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was. Supposed to, I don't know if it was an earthquake or, or what. But I could remember. I, I swear I heard like something about that earlier this season, though. It's very, I, don't, I don't recall it off the top of my head, but it's it's, it's quite possible. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. It's, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's at this point, it's the only sport that is outside of what maybe what one or two stadiums that is played completely outside. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. Definitely. Yeah, and another thing, um, back in 1992, when you had the Braves and uh, Toronto Blue Jays, that was the first time you had the um, World Series take place outside yep. of the United States. So, And they actually they won back-to-back uh, World Series in 92 and 93. And, of course, that famous uh, Joe Carter. Joe Carter. Uh, yep. Joe Carter home run. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a classic, man. Yeah, man, that's a classic moment. Man. See, the round the bases, man, win that World Series. man. That, that, that was good stuff, man. That's that's, almost, that's kind of up there with uh, Kurt Gibson, you know. Yeah, I remember that. That's another one. Seeing him round the bases, you know, pumping his fist. That's, that's another classic, man. That was in 1988, I believe, something like that. Yeah, man with, with bad knees. You know? mm-hmm, exactly, man. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought? But um, another thing here, I got the um, number of uh, World Series uh, titles here for the different teams and everything. And, of course, I'm sure you probably know who number one is as far as like, most World Series. I mean, uh, some... Uh, is it the Florida Marlins? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. <laughs> Florida Marlins with the most World Series. <laughs> that would be interesting, man. <laughs> Even though the team has it. So, I mean, the, the team that we're, we're, we're going to talk about as far as that has more rings than the Marlins have even been in history. But, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, actually, the number one team with the most World Series rings is, you know, love them or hate them, New York Yankees with 27 World Series rings. That's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. And can you guess who's number two? Can you, any, any guesses who's the number two team after them? Um, I mean... I- is it, are they still the same name? Because you know some team franchises have changed names over the years. So yeah, they're they're, s- they're still the same team, and they're in the National League. And they're in the National League. Uh, is it the Dodgers? No, it's actually the Cardinals with eleven. Oh, oh okay. St. Louis Cardinals. They have eleven World Series rings. Um, Oakland's on here. They, they've got nine. Actually, them in Boston, they're both tied with nine World Series rings. Uh, the Giants have eight. The Dodgers, are, they have six. They're okay. here with six. Uh, Cincinnati has 
five, as well as Pittsburgh Pirates, they have five. Um, Tigers, Detroit Tigers, they have four. The Cubs have three. Your Braves, they have three. The Baltimore Orioles have three. The Twins have three, and the White Sox have three. Let's see. The Phillies have two. The Indians have two. The Mets have two. The Royals have two. The Marlins down there, they have two. Uh, the Blue Jays have two. Houston has one. The Angels have one. And the Diamondbacks have one. And then you got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You got seven teams that don't have a World Series ring. That's the Rangers, Padres, Brewers, Rays, Nationals, Rockies, and the Mariners. And the Mariners, they with those teams that they had in the 90s, they should have at least one, if not multiple World Series rings. Yeah, I mean, they just – that team is basically what the Dodgers are right now. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, like I said, I can't believe you had Griffey, you had a you had Randy Johnson, Eggman, you the team was like loaded for them not to not even get they didn't, they didn't even get to a World Series, which is unbelievable. With all that talent on that team, that's unbelievable. They least, at least get to the World Series with the talent that they had. They 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 would they really they really were a regular season team. Pretty much, yeah, they were right in the regular season, but like I said, we came to postseason playoff and um like playoff time. They they just the same thing. They could not get over the hump. Yeah, they could they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know. We probably talk about, you know, looking sports the teams that should have won, like they're not just you know baseball, you know, look at teams that should have won championships. They should be right up there with some of those teams that should have definitely won, you know, something. Well hell, I mean, even uh even my team, the Braves, I mean, they should have won more That's than another that- with yeah. that pitching staff, they should have won more championships than they did. Yeah, you got Glavin, Maddox, and Smoltz at the top of your rotation, and I think you only won with one World Series. That's 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 unbelievable. They they should have won multiple World Series. And they, went five, and, they, and they went to five. Yeah, went to five and won, won just one. Yeah, I mean, they were like the the Buffalo Bills of, of baseball to some yeah, extent. Yeah, pretty much. They won one where Buffalo. It, it, it Buffalo. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's another team. Like I said, they've always, you know, they win that division and everything, but they get to the postseason, they were not the same team. And they were, and they were loaded, too. They're like, yeah, Triple Jones, yeah, Andrew Jones. Yeah, Andrew's got a yeah, no, that loaded Braves team. Not, you know, that's just the pitching, but the hitting as well. Yep. So, yeah, man. But, um, yeah, that's a little backstory on the um, – on the World Series. So let's talk about this current World Series that's going on. My Nationals and the Houston Astros. I mean, the thing, Nationals, I mean, we know that the Astros, Astros have a great team, both sides, pitching, hitting, they got a complete team. They've been one of the best teams in baseball all season, but no shock for them getting to the World Series. But as far as my Nationals is concerned, I mean, the way they started off, and they were like 31 or 28 and like 50-something, but they were just like awful. And we're talking about, you know, firing, you know, David Martinez, and, you know, the team was just awful, awful, you know. And for them to, you know, battle back, you know, have the best record in baseball since May, get to the playoffs, get that wild card spot, win that wild card game against the Brewers, yep. then go on and beat the Dodgers, sweep the Cardinals, and get to the World Series. Unbelievable. I mean, that's one of the best performances I've seen, you know, in a long time for, you know, a team that has been, you know, start off the way they did. And, you know, they started off strong in the World Series, went up 2 nothing, got two wins in Houston, and they went back home for three, 
lost all three. Now they're back in Houston for game six. They're down, down two to one right now. We got Steven Strasburg on the mound. If they get through this game, they will, if they get the game seven, they will have uh, Max Scherzer. I think that's one of the things that really, really hurt them. They had, um, he was supposed to pitch uh, the last game in uh, DC game, game five. And of course, you know, he had the, um, Injury. He couldn't, he couldn't even get out of bed, man. They said he was so stiff with the neck and back and everything. He was in rough shape. And he wasn't able to go. They put Joe Ross out there. I like Joe Ross. Joe Ross is one of my aunt's favorites as well. He's a good pitcher, but I mean, that was just a tough spot for anybody to be in. I mean, you wake up thinking Max Scherzer is going to be your starter. And all of a sudden they say, hey, Joe Ross, you know, hey, you're pitching, you know, game five of the World Series. Go out there and get it, kid. I mean, that, that, that's, yeah. a tough, that's a tough spot for, for, for anybody to be in, man. Especially a guy like Bill Ross. Like I said, great guy. I think he's got a lot of potential, but that was a tough spot for him to be in. But now we're down. After being up 2 nothing, we're down 3-2. and down in this game currently. But um, how do you feel? How have you felt about this World Series? How it's been playing out so far? How have you your thoughts on it? Well, after the first two games, I was like, my prediction is true, you know. That's right. right. <laughs> with the prediction, man. And, and then I, I don't know what happened to the net. You, you would think, oh, going back home, you know, hey, you know, all we have to do is just if we win, just two. Exactly. But yeah. for for some reason, they went back home, and it's like they just fell apart. And now, but I don't know. I maybe. Maybe it has to play out this way because, like you say, if they do, you know, win this game tonight, the next game you got Mad Max, and it's setting everything up to, especially if he, you know, he's battling injury. So if he pulls a game, you know, pulls one more magic game out of his ass, basically, you know, like you know, like the whole broken nose, broken thing. nose game. We saw what right. he, you know, did with that. Yep. And I mean, it, it, it feels like you, you can't write a more perfect story than this, really. If yeah, because technically, they're not even supposed to have been there. No, no. So, who would have thought back in May when they were struggling, like I say, in under five hundred? They would have thought they'd be here in the World Series. <laughs> who yeah, would have thought? And and that's why people start referring to them as the team of destiny because they're not supposed to be here. But it just seemed like everything. Some way, somehow, working out for them. Hell, they was not supposed to beat the freaking uh, Brewers in, in in the wild card game. No, not they at was all. not supposed to win that game. No, they, they were. Some... They were down. They were down three one. Then Juan Soto comes up there to the plate, man, gets that hit. The guy misses the ball, and yeah. <laughs> the rest was history, man. We were talking about that over here, man. Yeah, he had butter or something all over his uh, glove or something. Yeah, man, straight he missed the ball. I'm like, yup, that's that's the, that's that's the game right there. So. I mean, I'm gonna say it again. So, it's you know, it's, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. And until until it's all over, it ain't over. So that's very true. And then the crazy thing also been about this World Series: no home team has won a game yet. We won yeah. two in Houston. They won three in um, DC. And now we're here, you know, back in Houston. You know, they're up two one, but I just got out of the inning. But that's unbelievable. I think that's they said, I think that ties a record. Can you believe that? I mean, like I said, no home food advantage whatsoever in this World Series. Yeah, so right there, the the, the unpredictability of the whole thing comes into to play. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to explain because I don't think 
I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never seen it. I've never, I've never seen it before either, man. It's, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable, man. You think, you know, somebody would at least get one game at home. You would well, think it. well, well, we don't want, well, we don't want Astros to get that one game. No, 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 we know that we don't know. No, 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 not now. No, <laughs> we want the Nationals to get it done, man. But I was surprised, like I say, in the um three games here in D.C., they only were able to get one run in each of those games. I mean, the Baskets totally went. Cold. I mean, you got a lineup with Anthony Rendon, Juan Soto, Ryan Zimmerman, Howie Kent. You got a lineup with, you know, solid hitters. And they just went, they couldn't do nothing, man. They, it was unbelievable. I mean, the hype was great. I mean, the city, everybody was excited. I mean, the news stations were covering it. You had some of the news anchors, they were wearing all red, and everybody was, you know, going down there, you had the mayor and everything talking to him. Everybody was, like, hyped for these games, man. And it was, like, I mean, it was a beautiful thing to see, but they couldn't pull out at least one of those games. And it's just so unfortunate, man. But, um, like I said, it's 3-2 right now. We got Strasburg, who's, you know, as good as Scherzer is. I think Strasburg might have even better stuff than Scherzer does. But, like I said, if we were to come down to a potential game seven and we got Max Scherzer going out there for us, like I said, it couldn't suck for any better than that, man. Like I said, one game at a time, just try to get this one first. But like I said, they get to a game seven. I like our chances with Max going out there, man. Yeah. Cause I'm pretty sure he'll be all. Uh, they they they'll probably shoot him up with something. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm sure they sure will. Yeah, because they said that they shot him up with something earlier. Cause he was out there tossing the day before the game. He looked pretty good. He said he, he said he felt good. Like I said, you're not you're not gonna keep Max down. And Max Max is a warrior, man. We've we've talked about him many times on here. The man is. A warrior. I mean, they had to kill him inside, man, not to be able to get out there for that game. They, they had to, like, kill him for somebody as competitive as he is to not be able to play, you know, something that's totally out of his control. Like, his body just shut down. He couldn't do anything. They had to kill him inside. Man. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you get to game seven, don't think that will not be in the back of his mind. And, like I said, he will use that. Oh, most definitely. Most he will use that as motivation, man. That will that will that will set up for something, man. Set up for something. But yeah, man. This is it's been a very interesting, you know, very interesting World Series. So Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, like I said, like I say, finish the fight like they've been saying. That's been their whole motto when finish the um finish the fight. Oh, let me get your opinion on this. Okay. The whole baby shark thing, they've kind of been using that as like their whole kind of <laughs> It's, it's it's still it's still amazing to me, man. Um, um, the guy's guy's name per- Pereira. He came over, I think he came over from the Giants, I believe, earlier, like kind of midway throughout the season, and he was kind of struggling over there. We picked him up, and I'm like, who is this guy? Never heard of him before. But he came over with us. He did pretty good for us. He was getting some hits and everything for us. And he just kind of seemed like he was like loosening the team up because, like I said, when they started hitting home runs. He was the one that started the whole um, dance thing that they do in the dugout. They had a little like dance line that they do in the dugout and everything. I don't know if you've seen that or not. They, yeah. they got guys out there dancing when they hit a home run and everything. And, of course, he changed up his um, walk-up song to Baby Shark. I think it was on of his daughter, his daughter, his two-year-old daughter, enjoyed the song. So we started doing that. And then everybody's at the game you know, doing the whole Baby Shark thing. I've been there for a couple of games. I'm like, the whole stadium is doing this. I said, this is unbelievable. But it's kind of been like that rallying fight. It's kind of helped them kind of loosen up. And that's been one of the, not only, like I said, the hitting's turned around, the pitching's turned around, but the addition of this para guy, he's been a great addition to the team. And he's just kind of giving them that boost of confidence, it seems. Yeah. Um, 
What are your thoughts on that? I mean, isn't it amazing how things like that can happen in sports where you bring in one guy and it just kind of loosens up the team and they just something just clicked with them once he came onto the team, man. Any thoughts on that and this whole baby shark craze that's been going on with well, the past? I mean, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the baby shark song, but um, yeah, but but hey, that, if, hey, if it works, if it works, yeah, if, if, if it works, man, I, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> Should we be blasting it down uh, the parade or whatnot? Have yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it will be, man. But <laughs> but I mean, it, it it's crazy how these things work. And like you say, just one person can can turn a team around, whether it's for good or, or worse. Um, in some cases, mm-hmm. but it, like you say, he he was with his other team. He he wasn't you know clicking with them. He come to the Nationals, and I guess he was what they needed. Yeah, he um, was. So that that's a good thing for the Nationals, and you know they're scouting and you know they picking him up and you know they bring him in there, and. It just it just works out like that. Um, like I say, I, I mean he's doing he's using Baby Shark and and on like you say of his daughter or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm pretty sure there were some other songs you know that they probably could have rallied behind. But I guess, <laughs> but I, I, but when you I mean when, when you really think about it, it, you know because I guess it gets the whole family involved and mm-hmm. think about it like that. So. In a way, it it brings not just the team together, but it brings the fan base closer to the team too. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it works, and I guess with that and everything, that's how we, you know, the Nationals ended up where they are right now. So yeah, most definitely. And like I said, he brought the fun to the team. You yeah. could definitely tell the guys were having fun. Like I said, you if you like I said, if you probably seen like the highlights and everything. If you seen the dugout when they hit a home run. They get the line going and they're dancing and having a good time. It was a beautiful thing to see. I mean, they're doing the Macarena, doing all this different stuff, man. And I saw Ryan Zimmerman. He was doing like the like the Walker thing. Like he was like he's the old man Zimmerman. He's like doing the Walker thing across the line one time. I mean, and even even Steven Strasburg. Steven Strasburg is a guy. He's very quiet, very mild mannered, and everything. Doesn't you know? Don't hear a lot of you don't hear a lot from him. He hit a home run early this year. He was even dancing. I'm like, you got Steven Strasburg, this guy who's very laid back, relaxed, reserved. He's even out there having fun dancing. It's unbelievable, man. It's just one guy comes in and just, you know, turns things around. It's, a, it's, it's unbelievable, man. Like I said, he's been a wonderful pickup in addition to our team, man. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and uh, one last thing, too, about it. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a game, and it should be. I mean, look, if. If everybody could get paid to play a game, you know, mm-hmm. a, you know, a game that you love, you get paid, mm-hmm. and they get paid damn good money too. Big money, oh, big money, yes, <laughs> to play baseball, play a game, yeah, to play a game, so play a childhood should, game, man. Exactly. So you should have fun doing it, but you have some people who, for whatever reason, the ego, you know, takes over, and the ego is a is a is a nasty thing, really, and. You have to feed the ego, but you shouldn't feed it too much. But sometimes people they let the ego take over, and and then they just turn into Antonio Brown. But yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah but, exactly. But but in, in all seriousness, I mean, it, it's good. Just that's how you should do it. You should have fun with what you do. Or yeah, you should. Like I said, it doesn't even feel like work. I mean, you go there to the ballpark and everything. It's like it doesn't even feel like work. You're out there happy. You say you're playing a, a game, basically. But you're having fun doing it, and that makes a huge difference. Not like, oh my goodness, here we go at the ballpark again. 
oh my god, you know, it's feel like the type of struggle, you're actually going out there and you're enjoying yourself. And he brought that fun element to the team. It was something that was missing. Something just wasn't clicking with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, uh, I, I, forgot to, I forgot to uh, mention. Oh, well, no, I didn't mention this um, the last episode, but I do it here. Um, so, funny thing about the Nationals and the Astros being in the World Series is that, you know, their spring training is actually here. Mm-hmm. Where I'm mm-hmm. at, actually. Yeah, I, I'm, I actually live... Maybe what, five minutes away from the uh, ballpark that they that they use. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow! So it, it's, it's kind of funny. So what they what they've been doing actually is, you know, for free they've been letting people go to the stadium and watch the games for free on the big screen. Oh, nice! That's awesome, man. That's that's what they've been doing here too. Like, at, um, that's what they're doing tonight, and that's what they did for the first two games. They've having like watch parties. Over at uh, Nationals Park, where you can come and watch the game on the um, on the big screen. But that's awesome that they're doing it down there at the um, training minor league. I'm uh, not minor league, but the um, spring training uh, training facility. That, that's awesome, man. Because yeah. it was crazy, but it kind of it got switched around because years ago down here used to be the Braves. That's that's what they would do their spring training. Braves was the like the main team because actually the old stadium um, that was here years ago uh, where they used to come. They named that street actually after Hank Aaron. It is, oh, know, they did. Yeah, but then uh, the city sold it, and then it got it tore down the stadium and everything. And now it's a bunch of um, it's like 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 a Home Depot and other places that's there now. But then they built this new facility that's kind of a little further out west from me and everything. It's a real nice stadium too, um, everything, but. But yeah, so now, but now you primarily have like the Nationals and the Astros are the two primary teams that this is where they use their uh, spring training at. So, oh, that's awesome, man! That's that's awesome that they able to do that down there, man. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And um, one last thing for wrap up here. Probably, a lot of people are probably wondering, like, um, you know, I see the Nationals are going for the World Series and everything. They've done it without one, you know, Bryce Harper, who's like the face of the franchise for a long time. A lot of people are probably wondering, like, you know, what's his thoughts on the whole, you know, situation and everything. And it's funny when they actually clinched the World Series, they clinched it on his birthday, which is un- <laughs> unbelievable, man. But um, yeah, he's here. Here's a quote here from him. He said, "I think it's about being able to be the person that I am and not saying to myself, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm not a national. Oh my, my gosh, those guys are doing.'" What they're doing, I can't believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't believe it. I'm so jealous. Uh, no, I'm so happy. No, he's happy for them. So it's basically, you know, he's saying he was pretty much happy for them and their success and everything. Because you'd wonder how he would feel, like you know, you sitting at home, you signed that big contract with the Phillies, you know, 13 years, like 300, like 30 million dollars, and you're sitting at home while the, your former team is, you know, in the World Series. And I was very curious with how he thought about that, but he, he handled it pretty well. It seems like. And do you remember seeing that clip, like, when he signed with the Phillies, but he was sitting there talking about, you know, we want to bring a championship to deep. Did, did you see that? Have you seen that clip? Yeah. I know. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I saw that. And oh, yeah. I... I, look, because I've, I've seen enough, enough of Bryce Harper, I would like to have seen him say that, opposed, you know, opposed to it just being a quote, because I, I just from what I've seen of him, I don't think he's truly happy that he's not a part of this. 
you know i i think he's he said the right thing so mm-hmm. people don't you know just kind of jump on him or whatnot but i think deep down inside he's probably like that should be me a part of this you know what mm-hmm. especially with, mm-hmm. with how he did you know with the physics because I mean, it's going to be interesting now that they have Joe Girardi coming there as their manager, and it's going to be interesting to see how him and Joe click, you know, whatnot. But I'm pretty sure, like I say, the season that he, the first season that he's gone and the team does this without him, I'm pretty sure he do feel some type of way. He won't come out and say it, but I'm pretty sure he do feel some type of way about it. Oh, I'm sure he does, man. Like I said, I would have, like I said, we had a that's a written quote from him there. It would have been love to see like his facial expression, like you can read his like body language, like when he was saying this stuff. But like I said, he's 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 got. I mean, you're a player, you're an athlete, you're a competitor, and everything. You spent your first what six or seven seasons here, and the first season that you're not there, they go to the World Series, and you're sitting at home. I mean, you got to feel some type of way. I know, I know, I sure would. You may say the right thing. It's gotta be in the back of your head, like man, you know they they did they did it without me. I leave there and they go to the World Series. Sure, they made the playoffs while I was here. We won division titles while I was here, but we never got to the world. We never even won a playoff series while he was here. So he's got to feel some type of way about that. Like I said, I would have loved to seen like his facial reaction to that. Man, it would have been very very interesting. He's got he's got to, I think. Of course, well, like I said, he. Um, he has a he has an ego, so most definitely he definitely's got an ego. <laughs> so he gotta feed the ego, and like I said, I'm pretty sure that ego is probably you know is hungry, and yeah. So I'm like I'm pretty sure he said the right thing, you know, just to say the right thing. So the headlines is not all oh, Bryce Harper, you know, dissing his former team, blah blah blah, but. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like behind closed doors and everything. Yeah, he he's not happy about this because he's not a no. Yeah, you know, I you know they you no, know, I didn't help take them to the World Series and they went without me. He's got to feel some type of way about that, man. And like I say it's gonna be very interesting with him and uh, Joe Girardi because Joe Girardi he's a very strong personality himself. I don't think he's gonna take any crap off <laughs> off of Bryce Harper. So I could definitely see those two. But if they start losing, and they're not successful. I could see those two kind of. Button heads, so to speak. So that's gonna be a very interesting relationship to see how those two gel next season. So yeah, that's um that's pretty much all I got. Anything else? No, that's it. Um like I say, just hoping that this thing actually go to seven. So Yeah, seven games, like I say. That's like I said, Strasburg's out there tonight and we can say we make the game seven. You got Mad Max, like I say, my money my money's on him. I don't know who's gonna pitch for Houston, but um hey. I'm betting on Max, man. <laughs> I, I don't bet against Max. Man. I don't well, bet don't, against Max. I don't bet against Strasburg. You you don't think they'll bring uh, Cole back for Game Seven? No, that you you know you know what it, it it wouldn't shock me. They might you know they might put all hands on deck for that one. You know that's Game Seven with you know World Series on the line. They they might try to get him out there. Yeah. If they even if, if, if he comes out the bullpen for a couple of innings, they, I, that wouldn't shock me. So that's just it's gonna be interesting. So like I say, fingers crossed. Like I say, come on, Nats, finish the fight. Finish the fight. So all right, man. That's another episode in the books. Jay man, anything you'd like to plug before we get up out of here? Uh yes. So uh it's the end of October. Uh it is the end of Halloween for Jay Movie Talk. That's uh the fourth um Halloween 
where uh, I had the Phantasm series that it turned into a takeover uh, for episodes two, three, and four, well, parts two, three, and four, I should say. Um, and I wrapped that up uh, with part five, where I was joined once again by uh, the real queen of horror herself, the lovely Xena. We did uh, Phantasm Five Ravager, so that is up right now on a TV Zone Podcast Network, so you can definitely check that episode out. And also all the other episodes of the Phantasm films. And it's kind of funny because um that series is kind of all over the place in some ways so having other people just kind of do they one particular movie it added even more i want to say comedy to it because everyone's like yeah this we're doing this particular movie and yeah it's a movie (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's kind of Mm -hmm. crazy and whatnot but um i had a lot of fun doing doing it and i want to thank everyone who did um you know the takeover episodes um Kita, she did uh, part four with Xena. Uh, that was a fun listen because, uh, as we know, Kita doesn't do a lot of uh, movie reviews, so that right, was right. a fun listen to that. But, but yeah, it, it was fun, and I kind of got something that's in the works for November. What I want to do, um, but uh, I probably won't promote that just yet. But, uh, but as far as like say with movie talk right now, just check out uh, the Phantasm uh, films that's that were reviewed here this month. Awesome, awesome. Sounds good, man. Sounds really good. And as far as I'm concerned, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram, uh, DC Sports Fan 23. Uh, check out my writing on medium.com slash at Broken Moneymaker, as well as support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Moneymaker Chris. Um, Check out my Facebook page for my writing for the cash-in, as well as football and friends. That's why I do all my football talk. Um, I'll have this week's picks out probably tonight, but definitely by tomorrow. I did real good on my picks last week, man, Jay. I did. I went 13-2. and two. I only missed two games last week on my picks, man. Two games. That's the best I've done. I was like, yes. I had John on there with me last week. He did. He went 9-6. and six, But I, I was like, man, I can't believe I only missed two games. Unbelievable. Good stuff. But um, also check out my products I have for sale, uh, storefrontier.com slash writer315, as well as uh, teesprings.com slash store slash moneymakerchris. Also check out the um, 3 and Out podcast, uh, football podcast. Me and John, we just recorded another episode tonight. So, yeah, that's always good to do that. And that's all I got, man. Cool, cool. Another episode in the books, man. Uh, any last words? Uh, happy Halloween and be weary of the guys in the uh, overalls with the white um, William Shatner mask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, last words for me as well. Happy Halloween and Nats finish the fight. Let's go. <laughs>